Good evening and welcome to Stockport County Live. My name's Chris Ridgway. Uh, we do have a normal show lined up. We've got interviews with Jim Gannon and Danny Lloyd to come. I wanted to start, though, by paying tribute to a young man who lost his life last weekend, uh, Lewis Holland. Friend of mine, friend of a lot of people on Edgeley and in the football community, really. Tragically lost his life at the age of 24. Now, having known Lewis for quite a while on the five-a-side football scene, where I'm sure a lot of people know him as well. And I know that there's a lot of people in this county audience that will know him as well. There are Facebook and and Twitter appeals, just giving pages if you'd like to put costs towards his funeral. But before any of that, Lewis was a great guy uh, and a really nice kid. Loved football more than probably anyone I know. So um, he's going to be missed. And um, I wanted to put a tribute out before we, we get into tonight's very busy and very packed show. This is Stockport County Live. My name's Chris Ridgway over here. And I'm Martin Johnson over here. Martin, thank you for uh, entertaining me. Just that um, privilege at the start of the show there. Um, I thought it was important to get that out early. Um, A, it was a massive message to put out. Um, Lewis was a a great guy. But for the Stockport County listeners tonight, it's a massive show as well. Yeah, there's all kinds of things on the show tonight. We've got to talk... Takeover. Takeover, which not, is now finally done. Not takeaway. Not takeaway. We can uh, take, take away over. the takeover news. There's a, a game to pick over, there's a game to look forward to, and probably your favourite news of the day, the return of Danny Lloyd. I thought you were going to say my favourite news of the day, I found £10 on the floor in Manchester today. Well, probably that. That does outrank <laughs> uh, Danny Lloyd coming back, to be fair. But. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, what what a week. We, we should say, uh, last week, uh, we, we thought... Probably quite appropriately, given that the takeover had been announced, given that Jim Gannon, everybody wanted to hear what Jim Gannon had to say, um, it was right that we gave the show to, to that interview, if you like. And, um, you know, it did great. A lot, a lot of people listened to it last week. It was really interesting to hear the gaffer's thoughts. But but now the dust has kind of settled. The dust has settled on the news, if you like, even if it's far from settled what's happening around the club. Because we've seen four new signings come in. Um, over the last few days. Uh, okay, three of them came in just before the takeover was announced. One of them has come in after it was announced. But as a county fan, you've got to be looking at, at, at this now as you'll hear from Jim Gannon a little bit later on. You'll hear from, from Danny Lloyd. In both interviews, a new era is spoken about. And Jim, quite philo- philosophically, as you would imagine, kind of says, well, how do you justify a new era when it's actually beginning? Is it is it when it gets underway? Is it when signings come in? Is it when a promotion happens? Is it, you know, w- what is it that happens? But whatever you, whatever stage of the era you would care to, to stage us at now, you can't help but be excited about what's going on. Well, I know you were very excited this time last week. <laughs> <laughs> you were ringing me telling me that, you know, or county were going to be. I think we ended up uh, champions of space. Yeah, it was going to get. It was going to get that big. Well, it went bigger from, than the Premier League. Yeah, bigger it, than the world. To put context on it, yes, it, it went from champions of of non-league to champions of um, League Two and League One championship in, within seven years, uh, and then who knows? And and that's how we elevated to World Cup champions, Champions League winners, and eventually champions of space. Look, which, of course, we're joking, but. Nobody's under any illusions that this isn't going to be instant. But in terms of the things that have talked about, been talked about, about being put in place, 
Jim's very happy. He's being told, you know, he's got he's going to have an increased budget. Training facilities are going to get sorted out. They're probably his two biggest things. Uh, in addition and to full-time status. Full-time status and then, you know, a guarantee of staying at Edgeley Park. All those things, music to Jim's ears, music to listeners of this podcast, music to every county fan's ears. Well, there's so, there's so much you can take away from this. Um, now, it's our job to to not get excited. It's our job to, to try and stay level-headed, to try and put things into perspective. But it's hard as a fan not to get excited. You saw the interview that John Kieran did with, with Mark Stott, and Mark specifically addresses the things that Jim Gannon wants. And he says, like, like you mentioned there, the, the training ground, the budget, the status, he's going to get those. You then have the addition of what a statement to make. What better present could you deliver? And I, I ask this genuinely. What better present could you deliver or a statement could you make would probably be a better way of phrasing it. What better statement could you make as a new owner than delivering Danny Lloyd as your first signing? I mean, given Danny's given Danny's history with the club, given Danny's status amongst the fans. Now, again, I don't want to give too much of these interviews away, but I pretty much delved straight in with Danny Lloyd about the reaction from the fan base, and and he said. He said quite a lot on air, and then he said even more off air about, wow, you know, this immense love that he has felt from from the fans, this real connection that he's got. And he was name-dropping fans, both on air and off air. You know, players don't, they just don't. But players, as a proxy, they, you know, they group fans together, sure. But to actually say it was great seeing this guy and this guy and this young little boy and this little girl uh, uh, and everything else, it's phenomenal to hear that. So... If you're if you're taking over a club and you're delivering a player of of that ilk, both on the pitch, we know what he can do, we know what he's about, we know he's an exciting player to watch, but off the pitch as well, I think what a statement to make. You've instantly come in and said the three big factors that people are talking about, tick, tick, tick. First first signing, first signing, what a statement. Um so it's hard not to be excited, but at the same time, Absolutely. You have to keep it into perspective. We've had our fingers burned before. Sure, we're going to walk into this a little bit cautiously, uh, a little bit apprehensively maybe, but all the all the signs are good. Exactly. For, you know, <clears throat> as you say, had fingers burnt before, fans of many clubs have been in this situation before, but the signs, the early signs are good. Talking about the right things in the right way, in a, in a kind of measured way, and then Danny Lloyd pops up out of nowhere. But park Danny for a, a minute there because we've got an interview to play with him. In between all this, a game happened. Yes, it did. A one-one draw. Wouldn't, wouldn't you know it? It, it was a it was a boring uh, goalless <laughs> goalless draw. Of course, yeah. Sorry. Um, it was. It wasn't boring, but boring. You know, boring's a tough one. I, I personally wasn't on um, commentary last week, so I, I I don't usually. I sit next to John when when commentary isn't happening for myself on that day. But it, it was my brother's. Um, 30th birthday happy birthday Stu um, so I went and sat with him in the Cheeland and, that, and that's something that I grew up doing and haven't been able to do for quite a while for obvious reasons for for commitments um, to the media and to the radio and it was interesting seeing it from that perspective um, you know see, seeing hearing the frustrations within the fan base when you know it's been another 10 minutes and a, a goal hasn't happened or a, a really good chance hasn't come uh, around and you think 
okay, uh, they want to see this great performance. They want to see Maka Linden, you know, this new player who's coming, uh, combining with the other new boy, Jordan Arch up front. They want to see something a bit magical happen. But if you're in the director's box where Mark Stott's thinking, I bet he's thinking, good solid start that. Don't concede, staying at home, big crowd, blah, blah. So, yeah, a game did happen. Was it boring or was it safe? Was it secure or was it lacklustre? I don't know. Depends on where you were sitting in the stand. Depends on what your perspective is. A game happened and personally, for once in my life, not that me waffling on would show the sign of it, I was a bit lost for words. (laughs) <laughs> believe it or not believe it or not I'm not having it I'm not having it but as you say it's all about perspective Jim's perspective you know the big high of Thursday it's all announced he's you know he's obviously talked to, to Mark previously you know all the budget stuff's sorted out back to work for him on Friday getting ready for a game you know then you know a, a reasonably solid performance against a good team on Saturday his perspective you know he's got to put all that to one side he's not got to think about that well, he it's, it, when you think about it, for him, how how do you how do you put this into how do you put this into words? He speaks so positively when he speaks to us in these interviews, and like you would expect, you know, he's excited as much as the next guy is. But at the same time, it's it's him that has to transfer all this positive boardroom um, news into into action on the pitch. It's him that's 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 responsible for that. So. Um, with this new excitement, I guess comes a new kind of pressure, especially when he's bringing in new exciting players, when he's got a group of core players that have delivered so much for him. Um, so for him, a game was probably exactly what was needed. He, he just wanted to get back to, to, you know, standing on a touchline, telling the, the players where to, you know, three five two, four three one two, whatever um, the formation happens to be. He, that, that's where he excels. That's where he, he revels. So um, it was probably a, a, a little bit welcome to to not have to answer questions about takeovers and new players and uh, and everything else. Just to get back to playing football, get back to the game that he's in love with. And um, he, it was a tough test. So and we knew it was going to be a tough test. We played there earlier in the season, where a draw was far more welcome, if you like, because it was on the back of five straight defeats. This time, okay, people would have listened. It would have been great if we'd smashed them three or four nil and gone away and said the new the new era has woken up or you know w- whatever we would have said. But um, we didn't. We got a good solid nil nil win, and that that probably, in some ways, suited people. A good solid nil nil win. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> ah, it's been a long day in my head. I'm. It's because it's, it's still a win. I'm spending the ten pound that I found in a, in town. If I'd not already mentioned it. <laughs> Well, let's get Jim's perspective on now and see if he counted it as a win. I bet he doesn't mention a nil-nil win. Jim, Thursday evening, back inside from training. Uh, An interesting week, quite a lot to pick over. Uh, We have to start, I think, with the new signing this week. Danny Lloyd, how happy are you to have him back? Um, Fantastic to have him back. I thought you were going to start with a takeover. I can't remember if we were able to talk (laughs) about it last Thursday. I think it all came out so suddenly. No, um, it's been a great week. Um, it's, It's just... Been, um, everything's settling down now in terms of understanding the pitch and what's going to go on and um, and then you're kind of excited about the type of players you might be able to attract and um, to be able to bring Danny back at this point it's just fantastic for us and um, really pleased it shows the 
you know, the kind of character he is and how much he wants to play football and how much he respects this club to actually come and play for us at this stage. And um, it's uh, music to my ears when he says he just wants to come and play 15 games and get us in the playoffs and, and see what happens after that. Yeah, we, we, we've had a chat with him earlier today. We'll play that later. But um, one of the things that absolutely radiates is, is how happy he is to be back here, the connection he felt with the fans. Um he was saying he was overwhelmed by the support he's got. Did, did you kind of anticipate that was going to come? He was such a popular figure here. Um, no, I did, well, I never really thought about that. I, I knew how much we'd like him here, uh, how much we respect him. Um, he's the one player that left here that I felt had the best chance of being successful at a higher level. And he did a great job at Peterborough. Um, we got a fantastic move to Salford. Uh, obviously, seeing success there as well. But from a personal perspective, I think he'd like to play more. And you know, when he's not going to sit around if he's not playing. He wants to play football, and um, he loved his time here. He loves playing football, and um, he, I think he can't wait to get back out of the stage at Sedgley Park. Usually, we start these conversations by looking back at the previous game, but because it's been the interesting week with the takeover and the new signings, we'll structure it a little different. Differently this week, there were three new signings on show last week. What were your thoughts on those guys? Before we talk about them gelling as a whole, what were your thoughts on those three against Sutton? So to encapsulate a couple of those points in one, um, I, I was really pleased to get the players and I felt we needed an injection of something. Um, you know, these have been plan- signings that we've been planning for a bit. Um, we felt we needed just to bolster the group after a confidence draining couple of weeks. Um, we realised during that period that we weren't going to be strong enough. Um, but we also reflected on pre-Christmas period and Christmas period where we were flying, we were confident, we were energetic, we were purposeful. Um, what have we lost? One or two players. So we needed to get one or two players in to replace them and give the group the energy and the, the drive again. Um, <coughs> that can lead itself to Saturday's game. I was pleased. Um, I felt... Perhaps we all lacked a little bit of confidence to play expansive football and dynamic football that we can. We kind of were happy enough to be solid and grind that result. We perhaps had a little bit of fear of them. They had a little bit of fear of us. And um, both teams seemed happy or satisfied with a draw, perhaps um, after recent results. And um, But for me, it was um, a platform to say, right, OK, we've stopped what was going on, like we did when we drew with Sutton the last time. Now, this week has been far more exciting and energetic. The addition of Danny, uh, the potential addition of other players, uh, just working the players with them for a full week um, and just seeing all the energy coming back. And after training tonight, I felt the squad's back to full strength. It feels really good. It feels like we've got a team and a squad that can go out and get a really positive result. And so I'm looking forward to seeing if that comes to fruition on Saturday. One thing that the ears will have perked up on then when you talk about potential of the signings and, and Danny coming in as well, is this, we spoke last week about the new era. Is this county going through the beginning of a new era now? Um, a new era. Um, I, I think it would be, be a while before it kind of feels like a different phase or a different era yeah um when does any era start i guess um you know whether it be a new manager or a different league or uh, but yeah definitely um the mark st- start era started um he's gonna quite quickly uh stamp his authority on that i think uh danny lloyd is the opening presence of the fans i guess um 
and a great way to start showing that what he can bring to the club because uh, without his finances that wouldn't happen um, obviously a desire from most and a desire from Danny to come but that's the start um, yeah there's more to come I think we have to be mindful um, I always use expressions like less haste more speed and we've got to be um, excited we've got to be um, but we've also got to be patient and make sure that we get the right players we've got to make sure the signings are good not being people that are easy and quick fixes um, just keep adding really good players like Danny to the group keep improving every week on the training ground keep improving the depth of the group um, and I think that we'll start seeing the benefit of Mark's influence at the club in terms of the way that we plan, the way that we prepare and the finances that are available to, to get this group moving in the right direction. So we've come a long way in the last four years and um, I'd like to think from this day forward we've got a chance of continuing moving forward and moving upwards and um, that's going to take building, it's going to take improvement but um, there's nothing stopping that now. I was going to ask you a couple more questions on Danny, but you've you've brought onto a point quite nicely there about the, the the new era, if you like, the Mark Stott era and the opening present. How has it been the first week, if you like, off off the pitch, behind the scenes? How have you found this first week working with Mark? Has it been as you would have expected? Uh, yeah, I, I think um, strange dynamic to Saturday. Um, obviously, Mark had been announced, and he kind of was at the club as a the more public figure. Um, at the forefront of the club and it was nice for him to come and see the lads pre-game uh, we all got introduced to him as a person uh, and also getting used to him being perhaps the figurehead of this club going forward I think um, yeah, I think they're overall uh, I think there's a lot of nervousness around, around the staff at every level of the club whether that be top people or the volunteers and everybody wants to continue to play their part and I think that Mark appreciates the human quality that runs through the club and how much of it is done really well and I think he just wants to take an overview and a strategic view and just allow his staff to come in and support what's already in place and help improve it over time um, so I don't think it's a new brush sweeps clean it's a, it's a new guy coming in to support the old guys um, so in that sense, it's a, a breath of fresh air. And, but naturally, you kind of get that feeling of what's going to happen. Um, but we're trying to manage that. I'm trying to manage that amongst my staff, amongst my players, and amongst the other people that are around us. And um, like I said, and I just hope that um, we all go forward and trust that we're all gonna, we've all got a huge part to play in the club, uh, whether you're a fan, a volunteer, player or a manager you know, that everybody's going to play a huge part and then it's a it's very exciting four months ahead I think for the club and um, you know looking beyond that a very exciting four or five six seven years ahead as well Let's move on to the playing side then you brought Danny in this week what was it like that first training session with Danny Lloyd back you've worked with him before he knows you you know him he knows a few of the lads in the changing room there so it's not a completely new face but at the same time, there are some new faces in there for him to gel with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan, Danny's a Dan, Danny's a sound guy. He, he can, he can, you know, any anybody that's met Danny knows he's very easy to get on with. He's very at ease with everybody. So he came in and felt like he'd been there forever. Um, he was familiar with the the staff and the facilities and several of the players. Um, he, he's a clever player. He knows how to 
how to play with other people and mix styles up. So great. And even when we were going through the set plays today, the old routines were there and the extra dimensions that we've been trying to get our lads to get to. He's already gone back that he's got all that in his stock armory. Um, and the thing that I've said, and, and I hope the fans get to see this, I think he's a much improved player from the player that was here. Dead exciting here, very direct, very dynamic. Um, wanted to go and score goals, wanted to go and win games, wanted to play every minute and make sure that he was always a present. He's still that player, and but he's, he's obviously developed as a player as well uh, and as a professional. And um, like I said, it's, uh, it's great to have him. I think when, he, when I heard that he was coming, I put a smile on my face and watched him train and put a smile on my face and I think the whole energy levels within the group has gone up. Um, we're all breathing easier. We're all feeling comfortable that... It's the same group with the support of two or three long players and that's what got us into the playoffs before and that's what's brought us success and we hope that that can bring us success over the next three or four weeks. So Sutton came to town, it, it was a nil-nil draw. In some ways you can see, <clears throat> fans want to see goals on the pitch, especially in front of the new owners, but at the same time it's important that we put on a strong display uh, against a tough Sutton side. You, you, re- you referred to the first game earlier in the season a moment ago, um, we've already played them once, we've already drawn with them once. How happy were you overall with Saturday? Um, look, I can't say I was happy with the performance. Uh, I was happy with the draw. I was happy with the point. I was happy with the clean sheet. It showed that the team's got a certain integrity, defensive integrity. Uh, from front to back, we worked really hard for that clean sheet. Uh, I thought we were perhaps at times a bit safe, maybe a little bit nervous in terms of showing that confidence and bravery to go and create more opportunities, break out of a shape. Um, but uh, like I said, we're satisfied with it. We I had a lot of respect for Sutton. I'd watched a lot of the games. They've beaten teams like Woking extremely well. They looked like they were in a really good place. Um, I think they found it difficult against Chesterfield and ourselves because to come to two grounds where the energy's changed dramatically, um, the change of manager and ownership that's happened at Chesterfield created a, a different dynamic at Chesterfield. They found it hard to beat them. And they came to our place and obviously they were facing new owners, new new team. Uh, re-energised if you like Stockport County uh, but I still think they're a, they're a good side and I think uh, they're going to cause a few problems and they could easily get themselves into the top 10 and be contenders like they were a couple of years ago for the playoffs It's a big game on Saturday against Hartlepool I was speaking off air earlier on to, to Dave Conlon and a couple of other people and I don't know this this may just be me from the outside but it kind of feels with 15 games to go we're almost almost looking at well we're in the final stretch now you're looking at games a little bit more importantly because there's not a load of games left there's only 15 how's the mood uh, around if you want to call it the final stretch given that we're in the last 15 games how is the mood around the playing staff now uh, uh, extremely focused I think like you said at this stage of the season you start looking at points being very critical I've always had that mentality from the first game I tried to preach that to the lads um, to imagine that last game of the season where a point or a draw or a goal or a win can get you in the playoffs I said have that mentality in the first game because that point at the start of the season is as important as one at the end. Uh, I think we've had that focus. I think we're all very proud of how far we've come in in 2019. We put ourselves in a great position. I think everybody's appetite is really up for this last 15 games. 
I think um, it does feel like sometimes hard work and a real challenge when you look at the strength of teams above us. But with the support we've got now and the new players we've got, you can find that our confidence and energy is coming back and that will serve us really well. The mood's really good. Um, and I think the mood will get stronger. Um, and hopefully we have the sort of result that we did against Hartlepool at the start of the fantastic 10-game, 20-points uh, run. And if we get that, then we're going to be putting ourselves on the cusp of going into the last five or six games thinking all we need is this, that and the other. And we've, we're in there and, and hopefully we're, we're fighting uh, really hard all the way to the end of the season. I don't think our season's going to be over very, very, very soon. It's going to be, I think it's going to go all the way to the wire. But the, the, look, the beauty of the 17 playoffs and the three points a game uh, and 15 matches left is that there's so much to play for for so many teams. And um, fortunately, we're at a stage of the season where we can be excited about looking at the playoffs and the, the challenge of that. And um, But one game at a time, Hartlepool's a tough game. We've got to go there and make sure that we look a better team. We're an improving team. And um, I want us to get a positive result and show people that we're now the type of team that can com compete and win games regularly um, and deserve to win games regularly. And if we do that, then we can be confident not just to get the playoffs, but have a really good shout at them. The reverse fixture earlier in the season against Hartlepool was a real highlight. Um, you look back at some of the players there, those players making the debut, uh, ironically enough, who, who shone and who stood out. It was it was a real statement game. I thought it was on BT, if I remember correctly. Hartlepool will know what county you're about now. They'll 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 know more than they they probably knew at the time. What do we know about Hartlepool? What kind of what kind of game do you expect them to bring on Saturday? Um, it's a difficult one because um, they had a certain identity under Craig Hignett, and I thought it was very very disappointed for him that he lost his job. Uh, it was a, you know they, they hadn't been on a bad run of results. Maybe typically the pressure of a full time side that's got a, perhaps a supported budget from you know the parachute payments. That pressure built, um, and they were disappointed with the result. Um, but I think that there'll be a mishmash of that identity, the kind of three five two, and uh, Dave Chandler's identity, which is the passing game, um, and the intricacies of what he does on set plays. Um, I think they're. I don't think they've been weakened, but they've got some difficulties at the moment. They've got quite a few defenders out injured. Obviously, they've lost Kabamba, who scored against us here. Uh, they've lost uh, another defender. They've replaced him with a player. So they're, if you like, just um, perhaps not at full strength and not having all the players that they'd like to be able to play the systems they'd like. But I still think that at home, uh, they've got some talented attackers, some talented midfielders. They play a very good high-tempo game. I think... Um, It'd be a very good game of football. From what I remember, Hartlepool always has a decent pitch and always had a great energy and atmosphere about it. So I think it'd be a cracking game of football. And um, I just think that we're, I feel much more excited about us because what's happening in, in terms of training and how we feel about ourselves is, is far, we're far better placed than we were uh, a week ago or two weeks ago. And, um, you know, in that sense, that I'm really proud of the work we've done in terms of recruiting and working with the players to just re-energise everything and um, we're in a good place and I'm, I'm quietly confident we're going there in a lot better shape than the Sutton game to be able to impose ourselves and play our game Physically how are the lads looking any injuries anything to worry about going into the game? No um, we, we obviously had a, a couple of little minor worries about the likes of Sam Walker and Jordan Keane purely fatigue related um, 
you know, I, I didn't realise how empty some of our players were. And the red light came on, and a couple of you know, uh, you know, most notably be people like Elliot and Al Bell, but these are players that we kind of had heavy loading over the Christmas period, and we we played out of our skin in some of them Christmas games. And um, it, it, the, unfortunately, the hangover of that was a bit of fatigue in the Dorking games, but uh, um, fortunately that you know. The hangover was in them games and not league points. Um, but yeah, Nile looks good. He's back to energy. Elliot's back to energy. I mean, and when you consider like Liam and Jordan Archer and Danny Lloyd, just the training ground looks full of very, very competent professionals, all keen to play. Massive challenge in terms of even picking the 16 now. The squad's that strong. So it's, um, we're in a good place. And, um, like I said, um, I'm, I'm really pleased with the, the lads we've added, but I've also, uh, what's more important, the Sam Minahan's, the Elliot Osborne's, the Adam Thomas's, and everybody's back up to full energy and raring to go and, and determined to be play a part in the team and the success that we can achieve this season. Tim, as ever, it's a, it's a very big game at the weekend. All the very best. Chris, before we put uh, Sutton United to bed, let's talk about the game in terms of players. Who was the player of the week for you? Who, who shone in that game? Not, not many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest, not many. And that's not, that's not <clears throat> a slant of them. Sometimes football matches are played in in such a fashion that the opportunity isn't really there for someone to shine. Instantly, you would look at the three new players and say, how did they perform? Eddie Clark at left-back. I spoke to him briefly at training tonight and he said, oh, that first 20 minutes, he said, I was... It, it was it, it was so frantic. You know, I was playing in front of this new big crowd, um, yeah, getting used to it. But the more the game went on, the more I felt at ease and comfortable. Um, Jordan Archer, I spoke to him at training tonight. He was saying it was buzzing for him. He just wanted the ball more. He wanted to showcase what he could do. It just didn't fall for him quite the way he would have liked and McAlinden for me Liam McAlinden who has got I mean the people who were rumoured to be after him you know the, the, the much higher up the pyramid the the reviews you hear about this kid he's one to be excited for if anything he he may be a little aggrieved by Danny Lloyd coming in because he's overshadowed what an exciting signing he is and he showed glimpses of that on Saturday you would possibly say he was the the, the, the man of the week um Good, solid performances from Ash Palmer, uh, from Paul Turnbull, from Elliot Osborne. We know that they're going to deliver good, solid performances. That, that's what they do. So it's difficult to say, one, shone, because I really think anybody shone. But Liam McAlinder, I think, was the one that we probably spoke about the most after the game. Eddie Clark, I just say that's a proper footballer's name. Oh, it is. That is a football card yeah. collector's name. It is of a footballer alongside Frank Mulhern. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I think you could get two Frank Mulherns for an Eddie Clark, but uh, yeah. Eddie's got a whole <laughs> what, the rest of the season ahead of him. What if you have Eddie Clark in shiny? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know who your um, who your one to watch is this weekend. It's this guy. Well, Danny Lloyd, welcome back to Stockport County. You've been given a hero's welcome on social media. How does it feel to be back? Yeah, brilliant, mate. Really, um, really glad to be back. Uh, hopefully, trying to play some football um, and you know keep us challenging uh, for the playoffs. And who knows? Was it a bit overwhelming? Don't let me put words into your mouth. But seeing the reaction on social and seeing all the welcome home, he's back. Oh, you can't have not seen it. How, how does it make you feel? Yeah, obviously, I've seen it. Um, 
and it was it was it was unbelievable. Uh, the the level of response. I obviously thought there'd be some nice messages from obviously my time here previously, but just the level and and, and quantity really. I was a little bit oh yeah, definitely overwhelmed with it all, and really really thankful for all the support. And hopefully. Um, it goes as well as last time. I think even if it went half as well as last time, I think that'd be a definite positive. So, um, yeah, really happy to be back and really, really thankful for the, for the warm, warm welcome back as well. Since last time, we've seen you at the odd game here and there. Have you, have you been keeping a close eye on, on County and, and, and obviously the, the tremendous season last season? Of course, every week. Um, got them on my notifications so goals go in here and there on various apps obviously you know come to check them at the end of the games and stuff always one of the first ones I look out for uh, look out for most of me my, my previous teams um, so it was really really nice to see to see Stockport doing doing so well and obviously clinching clinching the title and getting back to you know the conference national um, which is you know a step in the right direction What's it like going back in the dressing room? You know half of them, but seeing the new faces, seeing how the gaffer works with them, how, how's that been? How's, how's that felt, especially at training tonight? Yeah, it's been good. Obviously, a few lads, you know, Ben, Ian, Sam and uh, Elliot uh, were, were here last time um, when I was there, so it's obviously nice to know know them guys, but the, 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 the lads have been really welcoming and, you know, made me feel right of it, put me in the WhatsApp group and all that, so, yeah, feel, feel part of the furniture already, which, which is lovely. You've obviously, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the, the takeover news that's happened this week. Exciting time for the club. Do you think that, that you're a part of the excitement now? Danny Lloyd coming back and the takeover, it really feels like a special time. The, the takeover is um, absolutely phenomenal news for this football club. Um, the Mark sounds like he's going to um, send the club back to where it belongs, uh, which is, you know, the football league and I hope to play uh, a, a little part in it this, this this season while I'm uh, while I'm here on loan and you know I, I'll, I'll always do my best but it's it's absolutely unbelievable news and I'm just absolutely I'm absolutely thrilled that the gaffer is is is, is still here um, to be a part of it because you know there's not there's no not many people that are more Stockport County than the gaffer so uh, really happy that he's at the the, the the wheel so to speak um, when, when this takeover's happened and you know Mark sounds like he's got some really really good enthusiastic plans and ideas for the club which is which is no less than the club deserve I won't keep you too much longer but when you first signed for County I remember listening to your interview with John Kieran at the time uh, and I'll be honest I was a, I was a bit nervous because you said something that strikers maybe shouldn't say and you said I'm here to score goals that's what I'm here to do same level of confidence this time? Obviously um, you know fingers crossed don't want to don't want to jinx myself as say you know I'm coming here to play games haven't really played much um, this season so Hopefully, I can I can hit the ground running. But definitely, listen. If I can get a good if I can get a good one of games these fifteen games, I definitely want to you know get some get some a good number of goals and assists. You know, I'm a, I'm a forward player and direct. Like to get my shots off, as everyone knows. So, yeah, definitely hoping to score a lot of goals the exact same time as uh, last time. Well, Danny, it feels great to have you back at Stockport County. All the very best. Thank you very much, mate. Final word on Danny Lloyd. You're buzzing to have him back. He's buzzing to be back. To come out of the blue like that as well, just like big news last week, big news this week. I mean, what a statement. What what I mean, and I, I know we've already said this, but what a statement. What a what a piece of business. Uh but above all that, what what a guy. What a flipping <laughs> good guy Danny Lloyd is. Um what excites me is you listen to Jim Gannon's interview and he says, 
he thinks Danny's a better player than his first time here. You listen to him and he says, when we had him last time, we had him for a season, but for a good chunk of that season, he was getting used to the gaffer's techniques and tactics like all these players do. He already knows all that stuff. He just fell into the old routine at training tonight. I watched him for a good chunk of training tonight, which, by the way, seeing Danny Lloyd back in, in county colours was was even if it was just on a training pitch is exciting but he's pinging free kicks in he's taking people on he's he's just got that style of running you're some players you can pick out from the way they run you by trade martin i'm not giving away any secrets you're a liverpool fan jordan henderson if it was a silhouette of a man running you could you'd be able to say that's jordan henderson yeah, running. a million miles away danny lloyd is that he's that he's got that i don't know low center of gravity he just certain style and you can pick him out of that and as soon as you saw him running with the ball, he's back. There he is. He's slotted straight. And I spoke to a couple of the players. What's it like having Danny back? He said he's like he's he's not been away. He's he's just dropped straight into the team. The guys know him. Um, to speak to him off air, he comes straight over. Straight over. Big handshake, big hug. Nice to see you again. It was just like it had been two weeks away. Do you know? Um, I can't... Do you know what he said to me? Uh, off air off, I'd love it if he'd said it in the interview but he said it off air he was said, it can you lend me a tenner <laughs> he said I lost a tenner in town today no um, no what he what he said was um, he said of course I'm excited to be back playing for County of course I can't wait for Hartlepool at the weekend but what I really can't wait for is playing back at Edgerly Park and I thought that is exactly what I wanted you to say. That is exactly what I want. And that's exactly what fans want as well. There'll be a good number that make the long, long trip to Hartlepool. There'll be a huge number that see you return to Edgeley Park. And I think that's a fantastic note to end on, Chris. Thanks. Thank you.